moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. And this baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. Instructor Casey Jones. Movie. Comic book. Movies based on comic books. Exhaust Video games, toys, TV shows. What's the song? Pro wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> All of the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics, he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board those comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. You're welcome, everybody, because you don't have to look at any of us this week. After the experiment last week, I want to thank both uh, Obi-John and Koran for stepping up last week um, while Julian and I were away. Not together, but away. Uh, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe to get watch out. the video and then thank yeah. us later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, but no, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for stepping up and, and uh, taking over. Uh, and running the show no last week, um, while I'm I remain on special assignment, but it was uh, extra special uh, during the day uh, <laughs> last week Wednesday, so I was unavailable. Uh, Julian also unavailable. Uh, we'll just gloss much over different that. reason yeah, for me we'll, though. We'll gloss over that. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's weird. Like it's nice. We're all back together as a family for this episode of talk Nerd. as dysfunctional as ever yes we are we put the fun in dysfunctional and so here we are and uh, it's it's gonna be a good time um so i'll tell you what uh annoys the hell out of me real quick before we get into everything else oh god uh, this is what grinds my yeah, gears no um <laughs> uh I, I know i've know i've done this before uh i was gonna um, I was going to, uh, bitch about, uh, people, uh, not cleaning their cars off in the snow and ice. <laughs> if you don't have a car box, uh, I fucking hate you, but no, you just drive really fast and it all yeah, blows it off. Slides off. Hopefully in the windshield of the person near you, um, <laughs> should no, have been so close. Uh, I want to give everybody just a really, really quick rundown of, uh, our hosting stuff and, uh, the Patreon and all that stuff, because a ton of stuff has changed. And uh, I know there was a little bit of confusion, uh, even with me uh, and with all of us. So uh, the Patreon, Mostly sexually. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, the Patreon is no more. It will not be updated anymore. It is it is going away. The Patreon is no more. Uh, so all of the reward tiers and everything that was with the Patreon is no more. 
Uh, so what we've got now is through our new hosting service, which shout out to Pinecast, which is like the greatest hosting service that I've ever seen. Uh, incredible. They have what is called a tip jar. Just the tip jar. We don't want the, oh. all the money. We want just the tip. And the way it works is unlike Patreon, like let's say, Obi-John, you want to be real, like you really like the show, uh, but you know, you're kind of weary of a subscription, but you want to be like, that episode was really good. I want to throw you guys a couple bucks or a buck or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. With Patreon, you would have to sign up for a subscription and then after one time you have to cancel it and all of that, blah, blah, blah. It's a mess. With the tip jar now, when you select if you want to support the show financially, it asks you if you want to do a subscription or if you want to do just a one-time donation. Awesome. Super cool. If you want to be a subscriber, starting in March, which is just over a week away, February's super short month always throws me, we're going to start having bonus episodes that are only for tip jar subscribers and some of them are going to be from us some of them are going to be from some of our guest hosts um i know we've been talking to uh, almost everybody who has been a guest or guest hosting on the show at some point if we haven't talked to everybody we will be talking to them before too long um but we're going to be giving all kinds of extra content and extra episodes extra stuff some stuff that we don't even know. Well, we'll just drop random surprises on people who are subscribing. Uh, and that stuff is only going to be for subscribers, which is really cool. We have that option. And um, so that's going to kind of take the place of the Patreon. Patreon is going through a rough patch. They're having problems with creator side and with patron side that is just becoming too much of a hassle. Uh, we've had a lot of people who... Patreon has not done them right with uh, their cards and what they want to give and this and that. So we're just going to go ahead and step away from them and avoid all of that mess. Also, I uh, feel like it's very important to say uh, supporting in that way, absolutely not necessary by any stretch of the imagination. We're still going to be making the regular weekly show doing the live Facebook stream. So, you know, you're still going to be able to get your, your talk nerdy to me every week, most weeks when we're not on a break or just don't feel like doing it. Um, <laughs> you know, cause that happens sometimes. Let's just be honest. Um, when we have technical difficulties, uh, but you know, on, on a normal, like the, the normal show will, will, will still be Facebook live streamed and, you know, still be, you know, available on iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. But for the above and beyond, uh, we're going to be having a bunch of extra cool stuff. So I just wanted to clear that up because I know um, there was a lot of um, um, confusion. Uh, I, I did not help that in any way. So um, you'll also notice that all of our backlog of episodes can't get them anymore. Can't get them anymore. Now, here's the thing. Until the end of the month, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can access the archive. But at the end of the month, that's going away. So as part of the tip jar subscribing, 
throwback Thursdays or flashback Friday episodes are going to be a thing. So if you're looking for old episodes or you still want to be able to access old episodes as we, we pick and choose episodes that will go up, those throwbacks and those, those will be spotlighted through our tip jar. So they're not really going away forever, but you're not going to be able to access them on iTunes. You actually can't access them on iTunes or Google Play or anything like that right now. Uh, you can't. The only place that you can get them right now is our Patreon. Uh, so, but that's going away. But, um, so just so everybody knows, that's that's the current where everything is. So I just wanted to, to lay that out there. But So, moving forward, while I was gone last week, and into this week, it's not. It was a little bit colder. Um, it was a little bit closer to where you know I'm my, my special assignment. Um, it's not the San Diego Comic Con. It was the New York Comic Con. And, and everybody, it was weird because this year, like everybody was saying, well, New York Comic Con is not that big and it's not that special. And a lot of people save stuff for San Diego or whatever else. And there was a ton of stuff. Like there was a ton of announcements and stuff. Like it kind of threw me for how much stuff was actually like revealed, announced, teased, talked about, hinted at all those other those verbs. I guess verbs, yeah. Uh, adverb, linking verb. What the, what's a linking verb? Uh, verbs, uh, all those actions, all that stuff. There was a ton of stuff that was done. Like TV shows were kind of announced and hinted at. Movies, toys, comics, all kinds of crap. So I wanted to pitch it to everybody. And I wanted to make it really difficult for everybody. Because uh, I know that this is really, really difficult for us. What was the one thing from New York Comic Con that you're most excited about? You mean New York Toy Fair? Yeah, I mean, New York Toy Fair, whatever it is. Okay. Comic Con Toy Fair. The thing. That thing. Well, okay, because New York Comic Con's in October. Oh, uh, well. New York, New York Toy Fair. Uh, what's the go. one thing that you're super excited about? I'll go first. Since I posed the question, it's only fair. Riddle me this. Um, I'm super excited that finally, after having made every other product with this license that they possibly could, except for what I really wanted, Funko is finally making Jaws Pops. Donna. We got the uh, the reaction, like the the little toys and uh, like the blind bag Jaws and like every like the the little um, the stylized vinyls that aren't uh, the pop vinyls. We got like literally everything else that they make, like those rock candy things. Everything else that they make in the Jaws property, but not pop vinyls. And now we're finally getting. Um, all three main characters and then two versions of Jaws, which are, are it's going to be so exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, it's going to be the second set after the golden girls, um, that I'm going to buy all of them. Like, cause I bought all four of the golden girls. So I completed the golden girl set and I didn't complete any other pop vinyl set, but I'm going to get all the Jaws ones. Nice. They look fantastic. They too. look so yeah. good. They, they look really good. They look so good. I only have one complaint about the Jaws stuff. So they, yeah. they did, they're doing a 
alternate jaws with the tank in his mouth. Yeah. But they're not. So they're doing like the the pop vinyl movie scenes stuff now. Why isn't that one of the scenes? Yeah. Well, because they have to release it on its own first, and then they can release the scene to get you to double dip on it in like a year. Oh. Probably do the the Brody on the sinking ship. Yeah, the, yeah. the orca would be awesome. Yeah. That would be. You don't even so need the orca. Yeah, all you need is is the mast and him laying yeah. down with the rifle and and half of that Jaws figure, and you're done. Well, you yeah, if you take the half, then it can also double up as they can sell um, half of the Quint pop. Yes, and then you just stick ah, it in Jaws's mouth. Half yes. of the Quint yeah, pop. God damn, you, you don't need legs. <laughs> no, damn, where are your legs? <laughs> <laughs> Shove him in there. Uh, I also really do want yeah, Brody and his uh, sheriff. Uh, right, that looks awesome. Outfit. That looks so good. Yeah, that would that would be really good to have like the full chief outfit. I want the mayor yeah. with the anchor pajama jacket. Yes. Um, <laughs> Where the hell's that? Who somehow got friggin' elected twice? Like he got reelected <laughs> as mayor. What the what the hell is wrong with you, Amity Island? He kept the beaches open, man. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like th- there needs to be a series two where there's yes. like um, uh, Jaws two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do the Jaws too, where you have um, Jaws with the electrical cable in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the the mayor with the anchor jacket, even though that was from the first one. But it would have to be season. It would have to be series two. Um, and then that's about all I really care. Yeah, the, the other Chief Brody, and then I don't really care about any of the others. Like a wetsuit. One of one of Mario Van Peebles. Oh yes, <laughs> the revenge with a Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine flying the ship, the airplane. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. Um, so yeah, like I, I'd want, uh, that, that's, uh, I don't want to get into why I hate Jaws too, but, um, I wish Jaws would have eaten more of those kids. That's about all I'm going to say about that. They're <laughs> damn annoying, but. And more helicopters. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been waiting for, there's like three properties that I've been waiting for pop vinyls for way too long. And Jaws is one of them. And I'm so glad that they're finally coming around to it. You and me both. So I will, I will, uh, I am intently looking now that I've crossed, uh, I've checked scrubs pops off my list because, uh, those are starting to hit stores. I've found a couple of them. I haven't found them all yet, but I'm working on it. Um, there's, there's like, I have, I have like three more properties on my dream list that, uh, they're going to get to them cause they're going to run out of everything else <laughs> because literally like they announced like 60 new lines. So yeah. Um, I, I like how at the bottom of all of them it, it, it said uh, subject to licensee yeah. approval. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, because all those uh, the Michael Jackson thriller ones were supposed to come out like two or three years ago, and they all got rejected. Yeah. Well, and I think the this Prince... is the. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying the Prince ones kept getting rejected up until he died. Then all of a sudden they <laughs> they came out like the next day. So yeah, it's kind of fucked up. And I think this is like the second or third time they're trying with Office Pops. So. Even Toby gets one. See, here's the deal. I love The Office, but th- there are certain pops that just like characters that don't translate well to pop. Because like, yeah. I feel like, with the exception maybe like Dwight, uh, but like okay, a gym pop, you take him out of the box, and I don't know who it is. Yeah. Like again, you know, Dwight has kind of that, you know, because he wore the same fucking outfit in every episode. He's kind of iconic that way, or like the Dwight bobblehead to be cool. Yeah, for uh, sure. But like I saw the the Michael Scott one, and I didn't know what the hell it was until I read the description. I'm like, oh, that's supposed to be Michael. Scott. No, no, it, it's so good. A true fan, right? Can't tell. No, it's Deadpool with a different head on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I I agree because like 
part of the reason that um, you know the the pop vinyls are so they have that quirky charm is they have very limited like facial features and stuff. Like they're very um, stylized, and sometimes it is very hard to figure out like who is that supposed to be. Right. Is that There's a bunch in the um, the Buffy the Vampire series. Uh, like Xander is one of my favorite characters, but you take him out of the box and it's like, okay, he's a nondescript white guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love Cody Rhodes, but like his pop was one of those things where it's like it, it's very much if you take it out of the box, it's a shirtless guy in green pants. Yep. Could have been the Joker if you looked at it sideways, yeah. <laughs> Could have been training scene Green Arrow, right? Yeah, yeah basically. Could have been, yeah. Could have been, yeah. So, yeah they made the, that. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Jaws pops. Gosh, you look at them yes. and they're just like, I just, I love them so much. I love how they're giving them all accessories. To, well, not like I, a permanently attached right. prop, I guess, is more accurate than accessories. Like, you know, uh quint's got the i think it's the spear gun and brody has the bucket of chum like that's awesome <laughs> yeah they, that's one of the things that i love is they they have those those quirky little fun details mm-hmm. that are just like oh they're so cute i love them i love them so much mm, they're my favorite <laughs> they're super great and they're like my go-to i was telling you guys before and they're like my go-to autograph thing now like i don't yeah. bring posters or eight by tens or like anything else to have people sign unless there's like something that would make much more sense like i still do the hockey mask for people that played jason but like you know i I'm, i'll bring somebody's pop vinyl to have them sign it over like anything else now and so like when i'm going to a convention i'm like through the guest list and i'm like who has pop vinyls because <laughs> like i'll buy the pop vinyl to bring it to the convention and um have them sign it so that's nice. like it's it's weird now like i don't know what my life is <laughs> i'm right there with you i'm still trying to figure out what i'm gonna get uh val kilmer to sign when i go see him oh they're, they're doing one of those too they're doing a uh the val kilmer batman yeah i don't think it's gonna be out by March. no though. no it won't be out by then yeah. but like clearly uh, we need to find you a vintage 97 batman forever poster what are the oh no here's what you need here's what you need you need to look up what they did for mcdonald's toys for Batman Forever, <laughs> and you need to pick your favorite, like your favorite Batman Forever hockey or uh, Happy Meal toy, and and have them have them sign like whatever your favorite Happy Meal toy is. Julian, I'll be shocked if they don't have eight by tens of him as uh, Doc Holliday. Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's that's my go-to because I, I've got yeah. a frame that frame poster, like a frame stylized tombstone poster with him mm-hmm. at the very bottom of. It, but I really don't want to, you know, take it out of the frame and take it up there. I'd rather just, I'll just buy something there. Do you want? But money? I'm not gonna. Let, I'm not gonna let Koran mooch off this one, you cocksucker. No, no, no. Do you want? Oh, wait, my, hold uh, on. Do you want my top you gun for be... NES for having him sign? Yeah. <laughs> that like, confuses the rad. shit out of him. Because I've seen him sign one of them. There's one picture where um where he's he signed it and it says like to Steve or whatever, and it says what the hell is this, Val Kilmer? As he signs you... the NES the NES cartridge. And Julian, let's call this exactly what it is. You're you're going to stand in line with me to meet Ron Perlman, and I'm going to stand in line with you to meet Val Kilmer. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much a, a tandem photo and opportunity. That, take at, the, at this point, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what we do every year at either Scarefest or LexCon. We just we just go together. Fuck it. It's easier that way. Well, let me know when you're going to uh, Ron Perlman. I'll come with you. All right. Will do, for I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to wear my uh, MAGA hat to go meet Ron Perlman. So <laughs> I may get in a, I may get into a fight with you him. Will. So. Yeah. He's we'll got a pop vinyl, by the way. 
Ron Sons, Perlman yeah, or just the Sons MAGA Anarchy. hat? Yeah, from Sons, <laughs> yeah, the, the MAGA hat has its own pop vinyl, too. Um, I wish they did. God, I would <laughs> buy it. Uh, buy a Hellboy one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just bought the. Just, just make sure it's out from the new movie. Yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just bought that one. Um, yeah, you can bring the. Um, uh, what was his name? Clay from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you can, he's got a pop vinyl. I should take my Donald Trump pop vinyl and see, <laughs> and see if he'll <laughs> get it shoved in your ass. I think I could take his old geriatric <laughs> ass now, dude. He's like 70. I would whoop his ass. Let's be honest. As really, badass as he was, he ain't no more. Emphasis on was. I kind of want to have him sign my uh, Samaritan, the the pistol from Hellboy. Oh, yeah. But I really want to do my 10 for the wall, too, so I might have to get two. You know, you know, goddamn well, I'm taking the Blade Two poster out of the uh, the frame. <laughs> you fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest movie ever for anyone who listened True. last week. Um, so no, uh, speaking of toy lines, we've been waiting for forever. And by that, I mean the thing we were talking about like yeah. ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, this might shock you because this is not Ghostbuster related. What? Uh, despite the landslide of Ghostbuster pops they announced at the Toy Fair. Um, no, so this is something, and I have to thank um, our good friend Toy Bro um, for pointing out to me, because if he hadn't done a thing on it, I would have known about it. But um, So Masters of the Universe is is kind of a property that I have a weird relationship with, because like, it was kind of on the outs as I was getting into it. So most of my memories of like the cartoon show are like the later years when it wasn't so great and hand-me-down toys for my brother. But there's one property in the Masters of the Universe line that was always like my thing because no one else gave a shit about it. And that is Masters of the Universe, the movie starring Dolph Lundgren as He-Man and Frank Langella as Skeletor um, and the principal from Back to the Future as a cop. And I believe a pre-Dancing in the Dark um, uh, Monica from Friends. Uh, <laughs> finally, sure, yeah. Yeah. after almost 32 years, we're finally getting Masters of the Universe of the movie figures. Uh, for crazy reasons, they only ever made one figure based on the movie in the actual Masters of the Universe line. Uh, so announced at Toy Fair, we're getting... Dolph Lundgren is He-Man, who looks amazing in all his rippled, muscly, uh, metal codpiece amazingness. Fur uh, diaper wearing awesomeness. Not even that. It, it's like it's the male version of Leia's uh, metal bikini from Return of the Jedi. It's just it's just like a, a gold metal cup and a cape. That, that was his costume. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I can't wait to unveil that at uh, Comic-Con this year. Um and then we're getting two different Skeletors. We're getting the normal Skeletor, and we're getting the I Have the Power Golden God Skeletor from the end of the movie, which is just as ludicrous and fabulous as a toy as it is in the movie. Um, they come out uh, in March of this year for 35 bucks a piece. I don't collect action figures. I don't own a single Masters of the Universe like poster toy whatever in my collection. But goddamn if I'm not buying a Dolph Lundgren and He-Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Can we do a watch with us Masters of the Universe while we're on LSD? <laughs> yes. Because I have it on Blu-ray. Hey, if you make it if you make it mushrooms, I'm in. Ooh, yeah. Like I because I feel like that would just enhance the experience and we we, we gotta wait until uh, never mind. The, the, it gives way too much away if I start going into details real quick. Either that or um or 
Flash Gordon, which is also Double Flash feature. Gordon. I think would be better on LSD. Yeah, yeah like more Flash more Gordon with LSD, like would look and that Queen soundtrack. Oh, I'll tell I'll tell you guys the story like uh, again at some point with uh, Matt Hubbs and the um, Queen soundtrack to Flash Gordon. <laughs> I know that story. It's a great oh, story. It's, it's uh, so good. Uh, I I am not. Um, not voting or not not uh, I will be upset if if Bohemian Rhapsody wins the Best Picture simply because of the entire storied history of Queen. That movie does not reference them making the soundtrack, the entire <laughs> soundtrack for Flash Gordon once. That whole fucking movie. If it doesn't win like Best Sound Mixing or whatever the hell it's up for, like it's <laughs> it's up for like two of the audio, like the music. Yeah, thing. it needs to win both of those because that movie is a masterpiece when it comes to the music. Uh, there's nothing that came out that is even close. Just Best original minute. song. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait just a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. Okay. So I'm not a big like action figure guy. I don't have a lot of action figures. Most of the stuff I own is like m- most of the like toy stuff I own or pop figures. I've got like a few random. Uh, wrestling figures that have been gifts for me, but I will be goddamned if I'm not buying that three pack of Halloween season, Halloween three season uh. of the witch that Nick <laughs> is doing. That, that look, they look so good. Yeah. Is it the kids in the masks? It's the kids. In, it's, it's yeah. in full outfits. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like there's a kid in a skeleton outfit. Uh, the witch mask, they have like a weird, I feel like if you look at the picture and I'll send it in, uh, I'll send it to group chat here in a minute. Um, I feel like if you look at it, the, the robe that has the witch mask and like the person in the pumpkin mask just has the witch hat on. I feel like those outfits should be switched. But other than that, like the masks look amazing and we've all talked about it. Like it's, you know, a bunch of people shit on it, but it's one of my favorite Halloween movies. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely my choice. And NECA does really good work on some of the figures I've seen. So even on the stuff that's like really small, they have great detail. Holy and... shit! It even comes with a little TV showing the silver sh- <laughs> silver shamrock commercial. That's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off. I just I read that. No, now like that's that's because because they do like they do such good work on like on everything they do. They they do such good like their their detailing is awesome. Um, so yeah, that set I I saw that set. And, you know, we've done an entire episode on Halloween 3 being criminally underrated. And, no, great choice. Great choice. Thank you. Thank you. Did not, did not, uh, I forgot about that. I didn't see that. That's an awesome pick. Fuck yeah. So I know it's going to be come as a big surprise that mine is a, a pop vinyl. But it, oh, it's what? Gonna... What's going to be a bigger surprise is that it's not any of the NASCAR ones. <laughs> like as much as I, <laughs> as much as I appreciate like the Dale Earnhardt, and the Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the uh, Richard Petty ones, I probably won't. I might buy the Dale Jr. because he used to be. Uh, I gave a shit about NASCAR for all of about eight minutes. He was my favorite. So, um, but no, it's not either one of those. I guess I'm most excited for maybe. The new, I don't know why, but um, they're reissuing the the Kiss, the original Kiss lineup pop vinyls. Like those, if you see anywhere at a con, they're like $400 to get all four of them. Um, and they're re-releasing them, and they're re-releasing 
that got announced at like Emerald City Toy Con, like the re-releasing some of the old school Marvel ones with like a little bit of an updated uh, paint scheme and stuff on them. So I guess I'm most excited about the possibility of them re-releasing all the limited edition ones that I never got a hold of and were now are like grails that cost $400 before I actually got into uh, collecting pops. So I'm really hoping that because they're doing Kiss over again and they're doing like Marvel's, the original Marvel Thor over again and all these other ones, that eventually they'll release like Leonidas from 300 and some of those other ones that I was like, I'm not going to spend a mortgage payment to buy. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. that. They did that with uh, the, some of the Power Rangers because the way yeah. that they did Power Rangers Wave 1, there was like two years in between when they did the rest of them. And so by the time the rest of them came out, the other ones, like the first ones were so far like out of circulation i don't want to say out of print because that seems weird because you're not really printing it but they're out they were out of production for so long but um they they were super expensive and really hard to get and so they re-released them in different poses for you know regular price and it it helped out a lot so i i agree i really like when they do that and they look really good too. I don't know if they've they've changed the molds up a little bit because remember the the very first runs of the pop vinyls they were all really I mean they're supposed to be generic that's part of the charm like they all look sort of similar you know mm-hmm. they've all got the big eyes and stuff they've yeah. all got very limited features but the original ones they're just like super fucking generic they look like Lego people almost yeah um, so I think they've come out with new molds like the new the details on the new Kiss ones are fantastic like especially the demon one um, where he's actually holding up a torch that's on fire. Uh, it's just pretty, it's like the God of Thunder. It's fucking badass. So I can't wait to get it. When do we get to see, uh, the WCW kiss demon as a pop? Boo. <laughs> the same time, uh, we get fake diesel and fake razor Ramon. Oh, I'd buy those too. Boo. I'd buy a David the renegade. Arquette. I'd buy a David Arquette with WCW title pop. Does he have the black eye? Oh yeah, he would. And like that ripped shirt, that ripped like disco seventies shirt that he wore all the time for some strange reason. That he probably borrowed from Disco Inferno. Yeah. Who's now in? I'd rather see him in the uh, what was the movie? Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I yeah. want Ready to Rumble pops. That oh, would be gosh, fantastic. that'd be awesome. What was he a Mountie or a deputy or something? Yeah, he was like some some like security officer or something or other, not a real cop. Um yeah, like Constable yeah. Dave or something. And then uh, what, Chris Penn was a pimp? Yep. Yeah, man, what a great, awful movie. That needs to be a watch with us. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped. Speaking of which, I'm super pumped for fighting with my family. I think it actually looks really fucking good. Paige here. Watch oh. my movie. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's almost kind of meta, like, they're it's for the smarks like they know everybody knows that it's fake and people still like it and now we're getting to see like a behind the scenes of what the performance center is like and um what it was like coming from the middle of nowhere and like going through the system so for the people that didn't watch tough and tough enough this is kind of going to be a an interesting look into how wrestlers you know develop characters and promos and stuff like that so yeah as trained by vince vaughn yeah, that was kind of a weird choice, but right? Like I saw the trailer and he shows up and I was like, "Wow, number 1, he's not dead. That's good. Number 2, where has he been?" I guess he's just living off of uh Wedding Crashers money, man. I don't know. <laughs> living off of that Psycho shot for shot remake money. Oh god. And but you always have to remind me that that's a thing. <laughs> because that's what I do. 
Um, but I mean, yeah. it makes me kind of, I'm very interested because Steven Merchant wrote and directed it. So he's absolutely hilarious in everything getting, he does. So. Oh, and I wasn't really good reviews. I wasn't uh, making the gross noise to the actual movie. I was making it to the page here. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Even though she's still, what's funny is, you know, they always. Story, the who, whoever the actor is, is normally better looking than the person they're based on. Not this time. Like yeah, this chick yeah. is not anywhere near as hot as Paige. Well, I think yeah. the I think part of the reason is like I think it only goes up until her Monday Night Raw debut, where she was like nineteen or twenty. So, yeah, because um, I don't know because it's it's I think she's supposed to be wrestling Selena Vega in it. I think is who the Selena Vega is playing AJ Lee. Yeah, because yeah, there you go. The, when they when they shot that after because they they shot all that stuff after a Raw like a year or so ago and it was so surreal it, it was weird to see because they had the new stage and they were playing the aj lee and they played like the 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 entrance video like all that crap like they had all the stuff like the stage like you know customized for and it was really weird to see because you're like she hasn't worked there in like a year and a half at least and like never never on that stage because they had updated the stage look since then yeah and so seeing it that way was was real weird because like people were posting pictures, and they were like, "Yeah, I stayed after because they were shooting that rock movie, and they were playing like the age, like they were playing her music and her all the graphics came up, and it was just weird to see." But that's just the weird wrestling nerd. I like it, that. but um, yeah, it's been getting really good reviews, and you know, I'm I didn't uh, pick it in my colossal failure this week in fantasy movie league, which by the way, Julian freaking one of like 208 people that play the game a couple weeks ago that had a perfect Cineplex. Yeah. I got like, so fucking lucky freaking crap. Like not just winning the week, but like you picked literally the perfect combination. There's like, several hundred thousand people that play each week and there were 208 people that picked the perfect cineplex and you were one of them so like amazing job congratulations thank you thank you thank i'll you. be expecting my check in the mail you whooped ass and uh i am now i dropped overall two spots this week because i did such a shitty job i'm now in third overall thank you well, I followed it up with like the best performance of my entire career and then the worst performance. Of my so I kind of leveled everything yeah. out. I think I fell back down to second place. That happens. So. That happens. Um, so no, like the, the, the cool thing was about this, this New York toy fair was there was so much cool stuff. There's a ton of, there, there's a lot more stuff that we didn't touch on because we were supposed to make this one the short, which we did. It's still only 35 minutes into the show, and we're already done with the topic, and we only have one big topic left, so we got plenty. That's it's good fine. for us. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. So This last one will devolve into like an hour and a half of oh, rabbit holes. Oh, like fuck yeah. Do. It's just going to be name-calling at the end of it, and it's going to be it's going to be ugly, but... No, there's just, um, there's the, you know, there's so much stuff. You can find something about whatever your favorite fandom is. There's uh, honestly something for it that was revealed, announced, or uh, teased at the New York Toy Fair. So, fun time. For something that was expected to not be that big, gosh, they revealed a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, good stuff. 
But uh, the big thing that we're talking about that we have to um, address, because it was real funny how it came about, that we have a point, counterpoint, two sides of the discussion <laughs> that just kind of naturally happened in the yeah. the group text. Because we always do a a group text like leading up to the show where we'll we'll pitch out our ideas and we'll you know come up with topics and like hey have we done this before what about this i think about doing this here's a topic idea and something real funny happened this week and i will let one of the two people who are involved in it explain what happened because uh it, it explains how we ended up here john you want to take it you me too um you can start since you started the uh the conversation so uh you know mine kind of led in with uh I, i'd seen articles like ea was blaming a just colossal loss in their like most recent quarter on single player gaming and then like ign and i think i saw a link on reddit that was also talking about like is twitch ruining single player gaming so i just really wanted to talk about like how we felt about the state of single player gaming and where it's going, what it's doing in the future, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then John was about to suggest pretty much the same topic, but from the exact opposite uh, <laughs> position uh, that online gaming is the worst fucking thing ever and is ruining gaming. So here we go. Ready. Vigima games. Fight. The Nintendos and the Segas. What do you guys think? Well, the thing is, I don't think John and I are actually really going to fight because I think no, we really. kind yeah, of agree. A, it was yeah. just a video game reference with the. Oh yeah, for sure. Fight. Yeah, that was all. But, here's here's what I'll say: is okay. depending on the property, I'm. I will I will flat out go on record as to say, playing games online with people that I don't know is like the worst possible thing in the world, and I hate every bit of it. Yep. But. If it's a like depending on the game, if I get a group of people that I know that I like that you know we're, that I'm friends with and we play, so I, I've had some of my best video game experiences of all time doing that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll give I'll give a recent example um, when Obi John and I worked together to kill really shitty players at Friday the 13th when they're playing as Jason, <laughs> but they're bragging about how badass they are, and then we fucking kill them two games in a row. Well, you can trash. still kill Jason before yeah. they killed the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, because they're trash players. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's um, like that, one of the best game experiences ever. At the same time, playing that game with strangers, I've had some of the worst video game experiences of my life playing that game because people that I don't know, like they play it like crap and they do some of them do it on purpose, whatever. Like it's just that, right. it's, sometimes it's just a horrible experience at the same time. One of my favorite game series of all time is uncharted single player game. They have an online component, but I never even touch it some of my best and favorite video game experiences are playing one player games. So I can see both sides. Like it's very conditional for me 
to take a side, but like whichever side, like I'm super passionate about whatever side I feel is right for a certain game. Like I'll say, you know, uncharted online is, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's not the way to play the game. Uncharted single player or nothing. Like there's no gray area for me from game to game, but it does vary from game to game. Right. So I'm I'm weird like that though. Like I'm well my, my viewpoint. What I found changed. really interesting that Koran brought up is that EA is trying to blame Twitch and single player gaming for why they're doing so bad in sales. Um do they forget about Star Wars Battlefront two? Uh, and that whole snafu? It's EA. It's the company that basically like banks on microtransactions to make money. I don't, and that's literally the point I was I was going to make okay. was, and also they're not blaming Twitch. Uh, the one of the articles was also talking about Twitch killing single player gaming. So oh, okay. Get there. Uh, but it, it's E fucking A. Like they were voted one. They were. It was them and Comcast three years in a row for the worst company in the nation. Like. I guess I can't remember what the website is, but they did a bracket, like an NC, yeah, an NCA style bracket, yeah, and it all like for three years in a row, it came down to Electronic Arts and Comcast. Yeah, the Consumerist when that site was, oh, it, it's a, a part of Consumer Reports, or it was, yeah, uh, yeah, they used to do the the worst company in in either the world or the worst company in America every year. They would do a bracket, and like people would vote on it, like all the readers would vote, and it's just. You know, EA is notorious for buying up properties and just killing them, um, you know, because they'll bring in these teams, slash their team, slash their budget and be like, oh, you made this great game. Here's a third of the money and you get like a quarter of the people that you originally worked with and zero percent of the freedom. Go make another one. Um, great example, I think, is uh, Dead Space 3 compared to the uh, first two. Yes. Um the Dead Space 1 and 2, like, greatly, greatly encaptured the, like, survival horror aspect of gaming. Like, the, the, the fucking eye surgery in the second one is still, like, one of the most intense gaming things, I think, from the, what was it, the seventh generation of gaming? We're in the eighth now, getting ready to hit the ninth. Um, and then, like, the third one just completely and utterly shit the bed. It goes from this, like, it, it was basically like jumping from like Resident Evil four directly to like six, like operation raccoon city. You don't even get like the levels of like five and six in there. It just dropped all pretense of being a horror game. And it was just this like shitty action clone that you can play 900 versions of online. The, so. um, the best way that the best comparison I can make is uh, to the Batman Arkham games where the first two are great. And like the first one's good. Second one's even better because it improves on a bunch of stuff, makes it better. And then the third one is just like, what were they thinking? <laughs> and it's the best parallel that I can come up with. Talk about Arkham Knight or Arkham Origins? Uh, Arkham Knight. I don't consider Arkham okay. Origins just because it was made by the, the other company. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, if you go Asylum City. Knight. Knight, thank you. I totally blanked gotcha. on that, even though you, you gotcha. just said it like. 40 seconds ago um if you go and take that as like the arkham trilogy uh first one good second one even better third one wait what <laughs> yeah so yeah that, i feel that way with dead space dead space one good dead space two great 
Dead Space 3. But why, though? <laughs> no, I, I'll always be a strong proponent for single-player game because I feel like those are the best game experiences you can have for the most part. Uh, again, certain titles, online gameplay makes sense. Um, like, you know, fighting games. Um, like the new Mortal Kombat, I'm sure we'll have an online component where you can fight people online. That makes sense. You know, it, it's it's the digital 21st century version of uh, putting your quarter down on the the arcade machine and calling the next game. You know, that, that that makes sense. But stuff like, and I'll use this as an example, Fallout. Fallout Four is was one of like the most acclaimed games of all time you know 9.5 10.0 on everyone's uh, uh rating list it was a huge seller uh you know massive in every way you can judge a game then fallout 76 happens which on paper sounds like a cool idea let's take that fallout experience and put it online where you can run around with your friends in the wasteland and eh, it's fucking terrible yeah the highest review i found for it is a six out of ten uh, its sales are not doing so great. Literally, I, I was going to buy it on Black Friday. I texted a buddy of mine who plays it, and I was like, hey, are you still playing Fallout 76? Because I might pick up a copy so we can play together. And this is a guy who's huge into Fallout. He's like, don't. Yeah. Uh, there are controversy with that one. Yeah. There are literally rumors it's going free to play this summer. Where's my canvas bag? That's what I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. with that. Where's my yeah, canvas like, bag? It, it, it's a game that was... $60, what, two weeks after it came out and dropped 20 bucks, and now there are already rumors that it's going free to play this summer. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a great example, and one of the other things I really wanted to touch on was, like, I, I like, there can be a good balance in the same game of single-player and multiplayer. I think um, Halo 1 through Reach is a great example of something that balanced um like great single player like great single player storytelling with a with an equally good online component and then 343 studios took over and yeah Halo 4 and 5 just aren't that good um that that you can tell the focus shifted from the story into much more of a uh, we know our money is in online, so that's what we're going to focus on. We know, and, and, you know, Halo 2 and Halo 3 were just amazingly fun online games because, like, you, you got that different experience than Battle or Battlefield and Call of Duty. And then, like, you know, they were still getting trounced in sales by, or by Call of Duty every year, so they just... Like, they basically changed a lot of the game style and gameplay in the multiplayer directly to basically just be a Call of Duty clone, which was a huge fucking bummer. So. Well, and there's a perfect example. So, like, with the Halo, the, the first few Halo games, the online component was handled completely separately from the single-player game. They were two, like you said, two separate experiences. You could pop it in, play through the story mode, uh, and then, you know, then you could jump online and it was sort of like extended the game a bit. Um, but it was, yeah, I mean, like as far as what button does what, it's the same game. Um, but there are two completely different experiences. And that's what used to be cool about multiplayer is I can play the game and if I really like it and, and want to keep playing it but don't want to play through the story again, I can jump online. 
now we're getting to the to, to you know like you said the money is in online multiplayer so that's where everything is shifting and we're we're for the most part abandoning decent single player campaigns everything is about the multiplayer and the in the microtransactions and the stupid dances that i can sell you and the you know meaningless upgrades for your stuff that's just cosmetic but hey i got five bucks out of you um because it's cheap and easy like they're not even putting a whole lot of of thought and detail into planning all the on uh, the, the online multiplayer stuff and and look at you know destiny was going to be like the best of both worlds and as much as I enjoyed Destiny, like the first one at launch, oh man, they missed the mark on that. Like trying to combine single player story driven campaign with an online multiplayer co op experience did not work because there's no story in Destiny uh, unless you go online and read all the uh, the crypto cards or whatever they called that you unlock through gameplay. Uh, you can go online and read the story of the game you're playing but they don't present you the story, which is a shame because that was done. The destiny was done by whatever Bungie became. So like yeah. they knew what they were doing. Um, yeah. It, it, I feel like you have to separate the two. Uh, you know, is this going to be an online game or is this going to be uh, a campaign? Uh, because trying to force them together doesn't quite work. And my, my horror story is fucking mass effect three where it wasn't just you have the option of playing online. It was you can play the story mode. And through play, there was this whole thing about galactic readiness, um, which was basically getting everyone ready for this massive invasion that was happening. Playing through the campaign mode, I think the highest you could get your readiness level was like 65%. And the reason that matters is the higher your level, different options at the end of the game became available to you. So to get all the endings to get the better endings, whatever you want to call it. You had to get your readiness up higher. The only way to do that was to play online and not just play online. So by playing online and, you know, unlocking stuff and getting higher scores and all that shit, your, your readiness level would increase for a while. So if you got your readiness to 100 and then had to quit playing that day, cause it was, you know, 4am and you had worked in the morning uh, and came back, say, 48 hours later, your readiness level dropped again. So you had to go back and play again. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, that's aggravating. And, and that seemed like, you know, they, they literally were forcing you to go play online. Well, and that, that begs the question of, hey, remember, uh, play? I think it was a PlayStation 3 exclusive. There was a game called Mag. And... The appeal of that game or the marketing point of that game was it was you could only play it online. Like there was no single player part of it. It was literally an online only game. Mm -hmm. And then about eight months after it came out, sales were so bad or not just not as good as they wanted. So they just took all the servers offline. Yeah, because that was the one. wasn't it something insane, like 150 or 200 people per match or something at yeah, times? Yeah. And so then they just they just took the servers offline. And so you have basically, for all intents and purposes, had a coaster because there was no, like literally you would put the game in and it would just keep searching for a network. There were no servers to be found, so it would just sit there. And we kind of touched on that on in our 
physical media versus streaming digital media episode, but I don't like the fact that, you know, at any given time, you go to play an online game, servers are down, servers are gone, well, can't play it anymore. And it's gone. And I'm actually going to use this to segue into one of the main games I wanted to talk about, multiplayer gaming. Uh, you're talking about servers crashing, servers doing things like that. Uh, what about when they decide to do server updates in the middle of you and your friends playing an online game? I want to talk about how to completely and utterly not handle your multiplayer game. And we've talked about them before. Fuck them. Fuck them very much. Gun Media just dropped yeah. the ball on nearly every level with Friday the 13th. They're awful. They're awful. They're, they're an awful company. I want to um, I want to tag them in the description of this episode. And just be like, <laughs> yeah, you can. Like, we just rail on them. I cannot say literally anything good about how they handled any of that. The, they, they didn't handle, like... You know, I, I was very turned off because I, I've got a hard time picking up any game that's going to be, like, strictly online. Um, like, you know, my cousin and my friend are playing Apex Legends, which I guess is, you know, the new Battle Royale, Fortnite, fuck off, whatever. So I was very, like, I had a hard time wanting to part with my money to pick up Friday the 13th. A generous good friend bought it for me for Christmas. Um, yeah. So I, I installed, I started playing, it, and it's fun. It's it was it was fun to play with you guys, but like it was fairly consistent to the point where I would say like every third game, like some glitch would happen to my character, and like I I think almost every round we were playing, someone's like, "Well, I'm walking on air. Well, I'm <laughs> stuck in a wall. Well, I'm, I'm Jason. On sunshine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I'm Jason, and uh, the car is just shivering in front of me, so I can't move. It can't move, and here we are for the next fifteen minutes. Like, like the last time we played, where I somehow ended up in like heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I got that. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, um, lucky. I didn't. I didn't end up in heaven. <laughs> it was stalling out the game. Apparently, I had to jump out of it to get the game to end. I'll tell you that much yeah. right now. I did not end up in heaven. It, <laughs> And, you know, all drama with their Reddit page and banning people for, like, bannable offenses and all that kind of bullshit. Like, they just severely and utterly, I don't want to say drop the ball, like, they, they knowingly shit their bed. Oh, well, uh, and, and then they turned it into, uh, like, they they turned it on the people who were just asking questions and complaining that you know you need to just be happy that we made this game and you know nobody was going to pick up this license for whatever like just kind of you know giving a crap you know response to instead of being like hey like we understand that you're frustrated we're frustrated too because it's not how we want the game to to like it's not how we want you to experience the game we're running into these problems um I think we need to do a special episode just about how they messed that game up. Cause no, just, I, I've got I am 100% so down with that. I've got and so much from the paranoia mode to the extra content. To, there's just so much to unpack and, with how badly they did that. And, you know, like 
empty promises of things and then you know all of a sudden it's like well guys we can't use anything from the license it's like motherfucker you knew that when you were making these promises two months ago it's not like they dropped this on you yesterday no um but yeah they um that that was a huge problem is the pc side uh if you if you had the game through steam um it had dedicated servers and all of the consoles which was a majority of the players it was it was peer to peer for creating games so you were kind of stuck with well i hope the person that i'm connecting to doesn't have a crap connection because i'm directly connecting to them instead of everybody connecting to one server you were connecting to other people and yeah. it it for a while they were having a lot of trouble with like regions and locking you into so like you would end up on servers from halfway across the world and of course you would have a crap connection to them because you know you're not it that's that's how it works and so you would end up being able to play but it was real crappy and stuff wouldn't load fast enough and you'd glitch into people and into things it was it was a mess not to mention when someone would just be pissy and drop out of the game because they didn't get to be Jason, and if they were the host, everyone got kicked off. Yeah, or if they were if they were the host and Jason and only got like one or two kills, and the time was getting ready to run out, boop, game over. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, really salty crybaby people that have never seen a Friday the 13th movie, so you don't really, like, they don't... It, it's tough because you know you and and like I can on one hand I'm like okay I can see their mindset of you know you want to when you play a game you want to win I get that you shouldn't be able to win every time as a counselor in that game because if you watch a Friday the 13th movie of the 35 one dimensional counselors that show up in every movie one Two, maybe, make yeah. it out alive. So the odds should be stacked against you, and yeah, you don't win every time. But um, I was like, I, I, the, 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 the parts that do make it worth it, and this, this legitimately happened to me was um, when you're the last one left alive, and you're leaving, and the Jason's like a nine-year-old kid, and you can tell that he, that this kid is just a piece of shit kid that um is used to always getting their way and you get by him you juke him and you get through the exit and you escape and you just hear him start screaming and screaming and and they just like start throwing a hissy fit and then they just disconnect and it's like you know that they just threw the controller or they threw something and something broke and it just <laughs> or like, go ahead and Sorry. it's just like because like because you look for it and like they're just off like their their playstation's just off <laughs> and you're like, yeah, they threw a controller or something, or like they they pushed the PlayStation and it fell off the thing, and it's just it's it's off now, and that just makes you so happy. Or you make kids cry because you murdered all of them when they <laughs> tried to go to the car. It's my crowning achievement in gaming. That was so it. good. I love it. Uh, there, there, there's one thing on par with like dropping out of, and it's another one of those things I hated about it, and they actually had to go on and change it. Uh. And I want to say it was like Madden 2009, 2010. Uh, if you quit a game, it would go against your win-loss score. 
But the thing is, like, people took advantage of that. So, like, say Flanagan, say you say you and I are playing, and I am just blowing you out of the water. Say it's like thirty-five to seven, something like that. I'm up it. by like it's realistic. I'm up by that like, would, yeah. that happen. Uh, you can pause the game and just leave. Like, you can literally like leave your house. And if I'm just sitting there, like, where the fuck did he go? I I, I want to keep playing. Wait five minutes. Wait ten minutes. Eventually, I'm just going to get frustrated and quit. It gives you the win and gives me the loss. Oh, that's that's some BS. Yeah, they ended up having to change it. Where I think if you, I think it was something if you left your system paused for like over ten or fifteen minutes, it would automatically disconnect you and give you the loss. Hmm. So, but yeah, that was that was yeah, one of those things. People are terrible. Yeah. Um. If we're talking about online multiplayer horror story shit, so I was super excited to get Red Dead Redemption Two. Huh. Um, uh, this the single player campaign, loads of fun. Don't exactly worry, I'm co- I'll expected. be coming back to Rockstar again shortly. <laughs> okay, no, it's it's exactly what you expect. It is. It's really fun. I love the the time setting of it because it's kind of like um, uh, the Wild Bunch, where it's like the end of the Old West. It's really fun. Um, friend of the show, uh, uh, guest host Commander Scott. Also has the game, so he and I jumped on multiplayer, and I was super excited because I'm like, all right, it's essentially the same game, just I'm playing with Scott now, and it's a different character. Um, uh, okay, cool, cool. I like how they're handling the multiplayer. This is fun. This is cool. So we find the first story mission, set it as our waypoint. We're riding horses to get to it, uh, and all of a sudden, we both get killed. I'm like, what the hell was that? And then we realized, oh, there's other players in the area. Apparently, we walked into a trap and then got killed. Okay, well, that, that you know, sucks for us. All right. Respawn, get our horses back, start riding again, get killed again. Uh, repeat that for about an hour. We couldn't get to the start point for our mission because people who had already been playing literally were camping out, waiting for people to come by so they could kill us and loot our stuff. Everywhere in Red Dead Redemption 2 Online is PvP mode. Except for your camp, where you don't spawn at when you start the game again. Uh, you have to ride back to your camp to be safe. Uh, literally, it, it, it's 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 the Purge Old West Edition. Which is yeah. just the, the example of everything I hate about online multiplayer now. Like, they want it to be a, a Fortnite kind of thing. Where, yeah, you can go anywhere and kill anybody. And it's, it's whatever the hell they call that. Battle Royale shit. Like, no! That's not what I bought. I bought a fucking horse riding game <laughs> where I can go be a cowboy. With not realistic the purge ball mechanics. Yeah, not ye old purge. Yeah. No, and and there should be an option to turn off PvP nope. at certain times. Like Yeah. It, it, like like ideally there should be and I know like, well that takes away the point of the game, but like well th- th- there's a, also a an imbalance where you have people that have been playing for however long mm-hmm. and you have brand new people that are just like, Oh, what is this? Dead. Well, yeah. And it's, it's, there's so much stuff to do in the game that again, it like, you know, you can sit down and play poker with other people and, and, you know, uh, like in, in the, the saloons and stuff like that. And there's, you know, tons of missions to go on and like, you know, so if we're on a mission and you're a rival gang, you can like intercept us during our mission and stuff like there's tons of ways to do that. There's little like gunfighter challenges you can go do where you can quick draw other players and stuff. It's a fairly well thought out multiplayer game, but what does it say to 
what multi online multiplayer has become where everyone's first instinct is just slaughter every player you come across. Well, and while they're telling you that they've had sex with your mom. Yeah. It's their fun is ruining the fun of everyone's. Um, yeah. And rockstar was one of those companies. I just wanted to bring up in total. It's like, if you look at their release schedule, starting with like grand theft auto three, they basically released like, a game every 12 to 18 months, 12 to 18 months, 12 to 18 months, blah, blah, blah. Then GTA five came out and, you know, they poured it over to PS4 and Xbox one. And it's like, they discovered microtransactions and didn't release another game until red dead five and a half years later. Well, so it was just one of the, yeah, they didn't have to at that point. Yeah. And I think at one point in time, I think John and I were talking about this. I think like Red Dead Online at one point was bringing in like $3 million a week. Or not Red yeah. Dead, uh, GTA 5 Online. There you go. Like just something stupidly high. That's unreal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I hate that. I hate that we're missing out on new content and new like new games and new stuff like that just because people are like oh fuck it let's just throw money into our online community yeah because i with with very few exceptions like i don't find a lot of online gaming very fun just at all like and and maybe that's because i'm playing with strangers that i and, and maybe it's just because i'm like they're not playing right like they're not doing it right like maybe i'm just upset with you know i don't think that they're they're playing the way i want to play so i immediately am not happy like when i'm playing uh friday the 13th like nobody else is around and i'm playing uh, or like I jump on for one game or whatever, um, and I'm running around and like no one's done an objective, and I'm like they're not playing right, yeah, like, and it makes me so mad, and and I'm sure they're saying the same thing about me, but whatever, um, they're wrong, uh, that's the difference, and <laughs> so is they're wrong, I'm right, uh, but that's what gets me frustrated is like I if I'm gonna play online like I'm gonna get like i'm gonna text one of you guys and i'm gonna be like hey let's play whatever like let's let's do this you know i'm not going to like my last resort is always okay well let's just play with strangers online mm -hmm. that's always my last resort there's you could be <sighs> good I was just saying, you could be like me. You could play games like five years after they come out, and you never have to worry about any online components <laughs> because everybody's already moved on to a new game. Well, yeah, because you're uh, playing GTA Five right now, aren't you? Oh, come on. I don't even care. The game's awesome. <laughs> and uh, next game I'll play will probably be Spider-Man. Oh, it's so and then good, I'll, too. And then I'll probably play Red Dead like around Christmas or my birthday whenever it goes on sale. Mm -hmm. So, Let me know. Me and Cox let you join our posse. <laughs> so all three of us can get killed by assholes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, by then, me and Cox should have decent enough gear. We can we can keep you from getting killed. <laughs> should you never know? Yeah, it's uh, you just don't know. 
Yeah, if you guys still have it around, I'm I'm guessing October is when I'll get to start playing Red Dead too. So, well, yeah, the the single player mode is really fun, and I'm not even that far into it because every time I play it, recently it's been playing online with Scott, which is just an exercise in frustration. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, there's one game I will uh throw some light on as I think it's done online multiplayer properly, um. Strange Brigade, and I know I've talked about it a lot on the show, so so uh, sorry for rolling your eyes again. Um, <laughs> the entire game, every game mode, start to finish, is single player or online co-op. Every element of the game, you can play by yourself, or you can have a friend jump in, uh, and it you know uh, restats and, and and responds more villains uh, accordingly to that, but. Again, start to finish the entire so uh, um, campaign mode, um, uh, score attack mode, and um, horde mode. You can play by yourself or with a friend. Uh, the entire game is yours. Uh, everything is is there from the beginning uh, as far as like players and what you can unlock for them and weapons and all that kind of stuff. Um, it does have DLC. It has, you know, an entire new campaign in DLC and a bunch of add-on characters and bonus weapons. None of it is stuff that you have to get to complete the game. Like, it itself is a full, complete game with a, you know, the story mode campaign has a beginning, middle, and end. Um, and, and you can replay. There's tons of collectibles. You know, the, it, it promotes replaying levels multiple times to find all the secrets and hidden stuff in it, very much like uh, Uncharted or um, um, Tomb Raider. But it's super fun. Uh, everyone I know who's played it has enjoyed it. Uh, so if you want to, there's tons of stuff you can go, you know, new characters, new weapons, a new campaign, but you don't have to. It's not like EA, where they charged you 60 bucks uh, for a fourth of a game and then sold you back uh, um, unlock codes to unlock stuff already on the game you have. Oh, I hate that. Uh, Capcom yeah. did that with one of the Street Fighters, where like you would buy a DLC thing, and mm-hmm. like when you bought it, it was only like ten kilobytes, like in size. And what it was doing is it was unlocking something that was already on the game disc. It was just like unlocking it so you could use it. And yeah, people shitty. got pissed about that because that's shady. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, like unlocking stuff on the disc that you have to yeah, pay it for? Was, it was yeah. like other costumes or characters. It was something that was like already programmed on the disc. It was just locked and hidden, and you couldn't tell oh. that it was on the disc until you bought the, the DLC thing. The Star Wars Battlefront uh, way of thought. Yeah. They openly admitted, like, they, like, I think one of the, part of the day one update was to put stuff that was supposed to be unlockable behind a paywall. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you talk about it now when it's like $60 should get you a full game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you bought all of, and I mean, I, you know, I think I talked to you guys about this. If you bought every, if you bought Battlefront on launch day and every single pack of DLC, DLC, you would have paid $110 for that game. And it's definitely it's still not, not been done paying money for it, yeah, because they yeah. rolled out DLC uh, quarterly. Yeah, Fuck that. Yeah, uh, and and 
what kills me with that stuff, shit like that is, is you can still for sixty bucks get a very, very good single player game. Uh, just in the last year, God of War, Spider Man, um, Kingdom Hearts three, not my thing, but everyone loves it. Yeah, for uh, sure. Resident Evil two, Red Dead Redemption two, not the online part. <laughs> Which it, it says a lot to me that when you first bought Red Dead two. Uh, there was no online the first 30 days except for PS4 users. And it's still listed as, like, if you go on right now and play it, it's Red Dead Online Beta. I mean, that's, like, yeah. that's the one thing I'll give Rockstar credit on. I don't think they fucking half-ass anything on their games. Because, like, they know... I think they know what's expected of them at this point. Yeah, With, but like, those are all games... quality, that, yeah. Like, you can go out and buy it and play it and feel like, yeah, I got my money's worth out of this. Yeah. yeah. Or go by um, Fallout 4 again. Holy shit, you get a lot for 60 gosh, bucks on that game. Yeah. And it's not even 60 bucks anymore. No. I think it's down to 20 most places. Yeah, you yeah. get that Game of the Year edition that's like 40, and you get yeah. all the extra stuff with it. You get probably the greatest uh, add-on, like the greatest downloadable uh, with that Far Harbor. Yeah. Which is the size and scope of that downloadable thing is bigger than a lot of games that you would pay. Julian wouldn't need another game for like five years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it, it's just, it's massive. Like, it's crazy how much that they speed. give. Yeah. And Far, Far Harbor is the one that has the Wyatt family uh, Easter egg. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, legitimately, there's a, you find four people sitting by a campfire, and this is when the Wyatt family was four guys, and they are Bray. Uh, Rowan Harper and Braun. Ah, so, yeah. And you can almost, uh, you can almost find um, my parents' house in that. <laughs> it's just a little off the map. Like, it, like legitimately, it's it's all like they were so close to putting my parents' house on there. <laughs> that like, would have been fucking like, awesome. No joke. It's it's crazy. Like I looked, I pulled up the map, and like you can you can compare it with the the real life map, and it's like it's close, but not close enough. All right. Uh, I want to touch on the the second part of mine, which was, um, I, I, I don't know if you guys ever watch game streams or anything like that at all, but, you know, IGN and people talking about, is Twitch killing single-player gaming? Mm, uh, for me, it's just a hard no. Like, it is 100% a no. Like, because you can go on there now and still find people playing... Um, it, if I turned on Twitch right now, there would probably be 1,700 people playing Resident Evil 2 with probably a collective, I would venture to guess, ten to 15,000 people watching that. Uh, there, And, you know, just the level of, like, ROM hacks of old-school Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games and that kind of stuff. Like, uh, one of my favorite things to watch is when one of the streamers I, I, you know, that I'll watch is playing, it's called Link to the Past Randomizer where every treasure chest you open and every item you get from someone is just randomized. So, you know, you play the game in a completely different layout. You play the game in a completely different, uh, you know, you basically have to hunt down these items, but you can't be like, oh, I know I need to get the hammer here, the master sword here, the boomerang here. It's just like you can open up a treasure chest at the beginning of the game and be like, oh, I have the hook shot but I don't have a shield or a sword. Um, that ain't going to win you a fight. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, obviously, in the, the Twitch front page is 
most of the time it's stuff like Fortnite, Call of Duty. Um, shit, what's the name of that? Uh, the other one that's kind of like Friday the 13th. Um, da, 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 oh, da, da, Dead da, by Dead, Daylight. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. The, you know, these multiplayer games are big ones. But, I mean, I, I, I like, I, I hate the fact that the, like, gaming industry, but not actual, like, game creators, unless you're fucking EA, are basically trying to wage this war on single-player gaming. Like, it's not going anywhere. It's just not. They're, uh, they're, Nintendo's never going to make an online-only Mario game. Where, where it's like you and 20 of your friends are just playing as Mario. That, that's never going to fucking happen. No, although, no. Although, if that were to happen, all of the plumbing would be flawless. You'd have so many that's plumbers true. in one spot. Uh, fun fact. I, You're assuming they're all good plumbers. Yeah, though. they're probably not. There's, I think there's an online hack somewhere called Mario 64 where 64 people can play through Super Mario 64 at the exact same time, though. God, no, that'd be terrible. I would want to yeah. be Luigi, though. That's the one thing that bums me out, is that you, like, Luigi is always just forgotten. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, you know, it's, like, God of War, and uh, probably the kings of single-player gaming in the past few generations, Naughty Dog. Yeah, I was going to say, The Last of Us. Um, Last of Us 2, like... Yeah. Detroit Become Human. Yeah, Detroit Become Human, like, uh, I can never remember the name of that game company, but it's, you know, they've done Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, uh, Detroit Become Human, like, they are, they did Indigo Prophecy back in the day. Like, there are companies who are AAA game companies who will continue to focus on single-player gaming. Capcom is already already working on Code Veronica X and Resident Evil 3 to get that Resident Evil 2 reboot, remake thing uh, launched. Like, it, it's not going anywhere, and I hate this stupid idea that, like, people are going to stop caring about single-player gaming. It's like, fuck you. No, at they're the, not. At the risk of sounding like an angry old man, I don't fucking get Twitch like when I was a kid, having to watch someone else play a video game meant like you were waiting for your friend to die so you could take over playing. <laughs> yeah. I don't get how it's become a million dollar industry to watch other people play games. The only time I watch someone else play a game now, like when I choose to, is when I'm stuck somewhere and I can't figure out a puzzle and I fucking YouTube is like, how, how, how do I get past this? Uh, you know, it's the, the one game and actually the thing that's going to make me eat my words. I said a minute ago, Nintendo has already made an game and it's Mario Maker. Um, but I mean, that, that's that's the reason I watch Twitch and I, I can narrow it down to I watch Ryukar and I watch Grand Pooh Bear. Those are the only two guys I watch stream at all. And, you know, if I go on and uh, if Pooh Bear's playing Fortnite, I'm like, nope, back to YouTube or Netflix. Uh, but I mean, you know, for the most part, I, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitch. I don't, but like when I saw that article on Reddit and I was just like, no, Twitch is not killing silly single player gaming. I don't get it. I don't like it. Damn kids get off my lawn. Uh, and sorry, I had something got in my throat. Things were different when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's just, there's a, that, that's just a, a narrative being pushed by somebody 
that is just like, oh yeah, look, 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 look at the stats behind it. Yeah, like that's that's what's happening. Because mm-hmm. there's always a market for single player games. There's a market. I mean, look at um, look at how long the Metal Gear franchise lasted as a as a sweeping mm-hmm. epic single player franchise. Right up to Phantom Pain. Yeah, and then it's kind of, <laughs> and then we don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, then we don't we don't talk about when uh, Kiefer Sutherland took over as, as Snake. Well, didn't they? This wasn't the last one. Uh, Fortnite was zombies survival game that for some reason was called Metal Gear. Yeah. Oh, Metal Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, yeah whatever the fuck yeah. that shit was. But uh, but yeah, so there's always you know there's always going to be a market for single player. And if, if, if you all, anybody who ever feels like, you know, there's too many multiplayer games or you don't have enough options, uh, just Google, uh, raspberry Pi <laughs> and put together your own, um, retro pie and you'll be set because you can be like me. And whenever you're like, I don't want to play, any of these newfangled online only games. I want to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the arcade game. You can just fire it up. You, uh, I want to play Mike Tyson's Punch Out. You just fire it up. Um don't forget Sunset Riders. Yeah, you can you can do that. You can play Rad Racer. You can play whatever the hell you want. It doesn't matter. Ten yard fight. Tecmo Super Bowl, you can play whatever you want. You can play the 1995 Blockbuster World Video Game Championship if you want, and you can always you can play it and be like, I wish I was good as Captain Chris at this. <laughs> so never ever feel like you have to play multiplayer games. This is how it works. There's always an alternative. That's it. For me, it should never be the sole push behind the game. It should be something to put additional value into the game. Uh, I I have literally one game dimension as my argument for that, but it was the whole shtick of it. Um, And you only had to have one copy to play for two people. And it was uh, a way out. I think like deadlight games. They, they made the game brothers. Uh, It was one of my favorite games from last year, very critically underrated, but it literally, they put it back out because they wanted couch co-op to be a thing again. Yeah. uh, Army of two. Yeah. Super fun game. Um, Diablo three. Awesome. Couch co-op, something that doesn't exist anymore. Marvel um, shit. What were they like? X-Men legends. Like the games way back in the day on like Xbox mm. and Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wii's getting a new one. Switch. Hey. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> that Nintendo thing's getting a new game. <laughs> so to clarify, we're all old men who love single player gaming. Yeah. And if you enjoy watching other people play video games, Obi John thinks you're weird. That's yeah, it. I don't. I, I mean, I didn't contribute earlier, but I, I, I don't mean to jump back into it. But yeah, I don't get watching other people. I get on there to like watch people do stupid shit. Like the guy <laughs> I watch, like pay money wubby every once in a while. He'll like every time somebody pays him money, he'll take a shot. He just gets progressively drunker and more of an asshole. Like the longer you watch, so that's funny to me. And I watch, but I watch like recaps. I don't ever watch anybody lie. I just think that's weird. That'd be like me turning on my security cameras and giving you guys a password and. 
you guys watching me watch golf or something. It's just I'm there's in. a certain voyeuristic appeal to it that I just don't understand. Uh, that they kept paying to play or to sing. Um, what was it? Take me home or West Virginia or something. There was like some Korean guy who could barely speak English, but he was singing that West Virginia song <laughs> by Bob Denver, and it was fantastic. Which, if you haven't seen the video of that, the best in the world with the the Japanese dude or whatever he is singing, Clint or not Clint Black, but George Strait doesn't speak a lick of English. <laughs> fucking nails George Strait. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. So. Now that I know Julian can do that, uh, we all need to play Five Nights at Freddy uh, RPG version. <laughs> oh, man. Invade Julian's house, the ultimate breakout game. But he'll shoot us. With with Nerf. Mm. Oh. At first. He'll just shoot Maybe. us. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Once he knows it's... Oh, One of my The gun guy's like gutted a nerf gun and put a 22 rifle in it and, and made it to where it operates like a regular rifle. It's fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> He'll fucking shoot us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not even think twice. I was just snapping it. John. I was snapping John pictures of guns a minute ago. Cause I was bored. Yeah. Cause I wasn't contributing. I was just like, Hey, look <laughs> at this. I didn't say stop. <laughs> that rifle is beautiful, by the way. Sometime. Hmm. I'll be in my bunk. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I don't trust, um, I don't trust the fact that those servers are going to be up because they won't be up forever. Yeah. That's like my big hangup. And also people yeah. online who play games online suck. No, that, the, the server thing kind of goes back to, uh, um, you know, like we talked about when we did our um, uh, defensive physical media. Yeah. Like no one can take away. You know, people are bitching now because uh, like next month, they're taking down Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters off Netflix, and people that are on the the Ghostbuster pages that I follow are flipping out about. It. I'm like, hey, go fucking buy it, and no one can ever take it away from you again. Yeah. Same uh, thing it, with online multiplayer. Like, I, I and I'll even dive back to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is a video game, one of the greatest video games ever made in the history of gaming. Period. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. Yeah. Uh, if you own it for PS3, you can only ever play the campaign now because the servers are down. Yep. Well, what Xbox is it, are uh, still kicking butt. What is it? Ultraviolet? There's one of those uh, streaming services that is like, it's going away. And they sent out emails. Uh, I think it's Ultraviolet. Um, it's so there's like, still that whole service yeah, altogether. Like, they, they sent out emails that was just like, hey, by the way, like your collection is gone. Like it will be gone like March 1st or whatever it is. Like there's some point where it's just like, hey, like the service is closing. So all of the redeemed codes that you have, like, sorry, bye. So it's like, Okay, and most of the time, like 99% of the time, people that have movies in those accounts, it's because, like, you got to slip a paper in with your physical disc that you redeemed for free. Yeah. Or that, that is not, not for free, but it is included with your physical disc. But, like, there are people that, that bought a bunch of movies on those services, and, yeah, pff, gone. And it's like, that... okay. Makes me way too happy. Like, then what? Like, then what do you do? Because you can't... It's, it's kind of like... Um, um, when I had my Xbox 360, uh, when I had it up and, like, working and, and it was plugged in and everything, I bought the Ninja Turtles arcade game from the live arcade. And then, mm-hmm. like, six months after I bought it, the the license expired. Uh, like the company that was that had it up there, the license expired, so they took it off the store. So, 
you can't you can't get it again and you know you can't like you can't rebuy it and all this stuff so like it just it goes away and you know if you have the the actual cartridge it will never go away and like that's that like that is always it always has been and will always be a sticking point with me like it will always be a someone can arbitrarily just decide that you can't have it anymore Mm-hmm. Even after you give them money, and it's like you can't go to Ultraviolet and be like, "Give me all my money back for all the stuff that I <laughs> that I bought." Because I mean, technically, they're like, "No, you asked to buy it. We sold it to you. You had access to it, and now, you know, we're going away, so you don't really have any cause to ask for a refund. So you're kind of screwed." It's just, yeah, what's the, I hate that. What I, I I've mentioned this multiple times. Uh, PT the teaser for the Silent Hill game that never was. It got pulled, like, because, uh, you know, uh, Konami and... Oh, shit, what the heck? Kojima um, had their prick-waving contest, and, you know, now they took down the... Uh, you know, as soon as that dick-waving contest started, they were like, well, you're leaving? Okay, your game, not happening. And the demo for it, off of PlayStation Network. And you know, no, no, no warning, no nothing. It was just there one day and gone the next. So, yeah, I just I don't like the fact that, and it happens every month. You know, when because now it's like a, a big deal. You see the posts everywhere that is here's what's coming and going from Netflix this month. Like it's it's now like it's that big of a deal that there's a post every single month. Like there's every website will like that's movie related will post here's what's new and leaving Netflix this month because, you know, it's such a big deal that, you know, this, this, that content is king right now. And there's, cause there's so many options. We're getting back to the point where, and this is going to sound terrible, but like we're getting to the point where it's driving people to piracy more and more because now you have 50,000 different street because everybody wants their own streaming service and everybody wants their own stuff. And so you can't have Disney movies on this service because they have their own and you can't have CBS stuff on this because they have their own. And it's driving people to be like, well, screw it. I'm just going to download everything that I want because in the wild, wild west internet, no one can tell me what I can and can't have. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, playing games online. It's like, I can, I can have a controlled, normal experience that, that is, that meets my expectations in the single player mode or the offline mode. Or I can freaking Wild West it and who knows what's going to happen. And it's either going to be great or it's going to be terrible. It's going to, it's very unpredictable in the online part. I don't really want to mess with that because if I have a game that I really like, but I hate the online part and I have such a bad experience with the online part, it might just sour me on the whole game. And then you've lost me. As a customer, like you just like if I have such a bad like if I if I play Red Dead Redemption 
and I play it for two hours online, and I only get to walk forward about 30 feet because I just keep dying and respawn. Like, I'm, I'm going to take that game out of the PlayStation, put it back in the case, drive it to GameStop, get eight bucks for it because that's all they'll give me, and I'll buy something else because I'm just like, I don't even want to even look at this game right now. I don't want anything to do with this game because now I have such a negative experience with it that I don't even want it. And maybe I'm a baby. I don't know, but... But you're our baby. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, I just I like that's just that's just me. Is like, I just th- there's no structure usually, and there's very little control over your online experience. And you know, g- most games are designed, especially like the single player games to be very structured and to give you a certain experience that you just don't, that that you can't, you can't control in an online because people are a-holes is basically what it comes down to. People are the worst. No argument here. (laughs) Yeah. They're the worst. So that's my giant monologue about why I 99% of the time do not like online gaming and I will not. Um, and the, the bane of my existence is when I go to play a game and it says, you must update the online component of this game. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to use it. I don't care. Yup. But you're making me put in a 12 gig upload or update because the online component changed, but I'm not even going to use it. It makes me so mad. But whatever, you know. I don't know. All right, then. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. So, that's all I got for that. I don't know if anybody else has any other final thoughts. I think that wraps us up. Yay. So, don't forget, we have a link on our page. We have a new host. Way to go, Pinecast. We like you. Also, I forgot to mention this. I have something really cool that I forgot to tell you guys about. So, if you go on your smartphone right now, right now, on your smartphone, and you go to your store, whether it's the App Store or your Google Play Store, and you download an app called Radio Public... You can download it right now. It's totally free. It's a podcast app, and you can load up all of your favorite podcasts, and you can listen to them. And if you listen to those podcasts through this Radio Public app, guess what happens? Every Hmm. time you listen to an episode, the creators get paid. Ooh. And you don't do anything different. You just listen to the podcast app. You listen to the podcast with this app. And every single time you listen to a podcast, the creator gets paid. You don't have to do anything extra. You don't have to give any money out of your own pocket. All you have to do is just listen to the podcast. And guess what podcast is on Radio Public? Hold on. I'm opening it now. Yeah, do it. It's a, it's a red, the red logo uh, with RP on it. Radio Public, you download it. You listen to Talk Nerdy to me on there. Every time you do a listen, we get paid. You don't pay us. They do. So if you if you want to support the show, 
and you don't or you can't give money, that's cool. I understand. I'm the same way. There's a lot of podcasts I wish I could support. All you have to do, just listen to it through this app. Isn't that crazy? We got to deal with them. Hmm? Worked out a deal with, with Radio Public that you don't even have to... All you got to do is just install the app. And it's a, it's a great podcast app. Like, you can load up all your other podcasts on it. And then you support all those creators, too. It's fun. It's good times. Good times. Great oldies. So with that, I think we're about finished with this episode. We covered a lot of ground today. We have. We, we have. A lot of stuff. I think this episode is going to be called People Are the Worst. Or, Absolutely. or outside of the box, he's just a shirtless guy in green pants. <laughs> One of those two. I haven't decided yet, but I don't know. So, with that, I think uh, as I load this up, I think uh, good day to you, sirs. Good day. Good day. Say good day. <laughs> I said good day, sir. And we'll be back next week with an all-new episode. And hopefully by next week, we will be able to tell you what the first March bonus episode for subscribers only is going to be. Because that's going to be something real exciting. I got a couple options that I'm working out that uh, something is going to be the March subscriber only episode. And it's going to be real good. But... Until then, you guys try and survive all the rain. Because that's like all that's happening in Confederate yeah, rain. So uh, until then, we like to say uh, thank you to everybody who listens. The only way that we know how, it's our favorite way. And it goes a little something like, hold on, it already started. Oh my gosh, it already started. Oh my gosh, my volume was down. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Jingle, the thing about Jingle All the Way is it's a hilarious movie. From start to the finish. <laughs> you say, I'm so angry. I want to buy another ticket. But there's a long line here. But what we like to say is the same thing that we always say. It goes like this. Hey,